Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Everybody, thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. This is Phil Haugen coming to you from Weatherford, Oklahoma. Today, I got a few things to go over, some things that have been happening here to talk about. To start off with, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, we sure appreciate everybody that shares our our podcast and everybody that's helped build it because it's just, uh, it keeps gaining traction it keeps growing and and the great part about it is is the feedback from people that they listen to a an episode that helped them through a challenging time or a a challenging situation with their horse we appreciate that because that that's the real that's the real pay for what we do here uh this morning First thing I'm going to cover, I'm, I'm going to read you a, a message that I got from one of our listeners. And she's actually a, a young lady that uh, has been, she was at one of my clinics in South Dakota a couple years ago. And so anyway, I'm just going to read this message because this is, this is something that, that we can all relate to. And this is a situation we're all going to go through. So um, she starts out by saying, hi, Phil, I just lost a special horse in a freak and tragic pasture accident. We had so many dreams together that shattered in that moment. He was just eight years old and the loss was gruesome and unexpected. I know that this has happened to other passionate horse owners. Can you address the topic of tragic loss of a beloved partner and moving forward? I've been focusing on being your best and strive to be 1% better each and every day since attending one of your clinics in South Dakota about two years ago. There must be others who can use a little wisdom and encouragement when it comes to picking up the broken pieces and moving forward. Thank you for considering this topic for an upcoming podcast. Well, as far as giving wisdom, I don't know if I have any of that, but I do have a whole bunch of experiences, not exactly the same, but similar to what Tammy's talking about. And, and here's the thing with, with loss, and the, it's ironic that I got that message this week because we're actually dealing with some situations right now here that have been challenging, disappointing, dealing with not necessarily loss of a life, but loss of use. And so talking about Tammy's situation with her horse, it's a pretty hard gut punch when you have that much time and effort into building a relationship because, you know, that is a relationship. And relationships take a ton of work. They don't build themselves. You know, I'm sure in this situation, Tammy had put a ton of work into this horse and progressing this horse in, in, in its training and in its development, mentally and physically. 
because here's the thing. You know, I, I did an interview for an article, when was it, two days ago, I guess, and, and we talked about this preparation of a horse. Not only, you know, the physical part is what we focus on, but mentally is, is the growth of that horse. You know, that's, we, we've got to develop that relationship mentally. And so it's the same way with people. And just like in this situation, I'm sure Tammy feels like she's put half her life into this horse. And then tragically, and through a freak accident, and, and you know, I say this all the time. Every time I think I've seen it all with horses and accidents that can happen, I see something else. So, I, I mean, I'm afraid to, you know, it seems like anymore they're all freak accidents. You know, we try, we're smart people. We try really hard to keep our horses in situations where they're going to be safe and, you know, where they can, where survival should be a non-issue. And yet we still have it happen. I'm going to give you a few examples of, and I, and I'm not, I don't want to make this story about me at all, because this, this is about all of us, because we're, we all go through, anybody that lives is going to suffer loss. You know, that's the guarantee that comes with this life is that, that we are going to at times suffer loss. But I remember years ago when Bridget and I first moved down here, we, uh, a lot of people have heard this story, but we lived in a in a small trailer house on on 10 acres in the, the trailer house and the 10 acres we give $27,000 for. So that gives you a pretty good idea what we started with. And we had had some friends, they had a little two stall barn that they said we could have if we could get somebody to move it. Well, it was concreted in the ground and you know so it, it was it was a pretty good little project just to move it probably you know more than what the barn was worth but so we had that little barn and we'd had our arena and earlier that week we had two geldings here that i'd rode quite a bit a four-year-old and a six-year-old and earlier that week there was a gray gelding the horse was making a really nice rope horse and i run in i roped a calf pulled my slack, he started into his stop, and I heard a pow like a shotgun going off, and, and, he, and he broke his shoulder, you know, so I, I literally, I got, and this is, you know, and the, and the thing here was at the time, not only did it hurt from a relationship standpoint, I mean, that really and truly, the only assets I had at that time were horses. I, I didn't have really any other assets the only thing i had of any value were horses and so we had to i actually i didn't even have a gun i had to call a friend of mine and he came over and i got that unsaddled that horse let him you know hopped him to the end of the arena and had to stand there while while we put him down a friend of mine did it for me um because i i just have a hard time doing that so i had that that week and then we had uh the other gilding that i had really nice gilding he in one of those stalls there was a sack of feed next to the stall on the outside of the stall on the in on the there's a little feed room area 
and that horse reached underneath there and he got a corner of that sack. There's just a little area where he could reach the corner of a full sack of feed and he got that corner open enough and that feed, it was like a self-feeder, just kept coming out and he ate and ate and ate and in the morning I found him and he was dunking his head in the water tank because he was colicking so bad and we couldn't save him and and we had to put him down that week and for a young married couple you know the the weight of that loss and the you know that was a heck of a gut punch for us to take when you lose something you know you you always hear in the personal development space you talk you hear people talk about everything happens for us not to us and i believe that except when it comes to loss of life when it is really really hard to understand why at that moment we lose something that that we care about and that we put a lot of work in and just like tammy was talking about the relationship she'd built with that horse and then loses it in a freak accident and you feel like all the dreams and goals and expectations that you had with with that animal are gone and and you know they are gone with that animal you know the the thing there is you know i always believe when something we love leaves us i always believe it goes to a better place i always believe that it goes to a good place I think that's, you know, those are, those are my beliefs and I have to have those beliefs. Otherwise those losses would be probably more than I could take, you know? So I, I hold on to that belief to help through that loss. The other thing is I always look back at just like those two horses we lost that week, boy, they taught me so much. And I learned so much and they were, they were such a blessing to me. Now, at the same time, it was from an asset standpoint and a financial standpoint for us at that time, you know, those horses between the two of them were probably, and they weren't finished, but they were really, really nice prospects. You know, at that time, the horse market isn't what it was, is today, but that was still probably about a $25,000 hit that week. And I'm telling you what, for us at that time, I mean, $25,000 hit today is hard on me. But for us at that time, it was brutal. I mean, it was brutal because we had time, money, feed, energy, you know, and just like Tammy was saying right there, there was a lot of, there's a lot of hopes and dreams that died that week. Well, you know, life will go on. And, and you know, my, my sister Naomi, speaking of loss, we lost her in the fall of 2021 in October, the end of October. And... You know, she always had this saying, she says, what, do, what doesn't kill us makes us tougher. And, and that is so true. But there's a time 
in there where you think, gosh, I don't know if I'm tough enough. You know, and, and in that time, here's one of the big things, and this is this is something I've learned on my personal development journey, which I've been which I've been studying and trying really hard at for about the last really a, truly I've really focused on it for the last five years is your mind can only occupy one thought at a time, good or bad, positive or negative. And, you know, they talk about making your worst day ever, making your best day ever. Well, like in the personal development space, that's, that's kind of hard to wrap your arms around at first. But the more I thought about it, it's just like with those horses that we lost in 2021 in September, we lost our brother-in-law a month later, we lost Naomi and a few months later, we lost my dad. And as a family, we took a gut punch that I tell you what, you could tell we were all just just trying to process and get our heads wrapped around it because we, we all got kind of quiet there for a while because it was, uh, you know, you go through those times in life where you talk about trying to have perspective and focus on the positive and, and move forward. There are times where there are barriers to that, that we have to really, really strive to get through. And here's the thing, those times in our lives, it's 100% mental, but at the same time, physically, we have to pick ourselves up and get moving. Because when you physically get up and move, you change yourself mentally. If we sit, like if I just sit and think about things and let my let my mind wander, boy, I tell you what, you you talk about go to some some places that I really don't want my mind going to. But if I get up and walk around and I get moving and I'm down at the barn or I'm even in the driveway walking in a circle, in our circle drive, things are different. So the the one thing in dealing with loss is Try to control your thought process, meaning you can't control the first thought that comes into your head, but you can control how you react to it. So just like with with the horses we lost that time, I try to remember back to the times I was riding them and, and doctoring cattle on wheat pasture, I was roping on them, or I was doing something fun with them. And the, the fun that we had, and, and I hope they did too, because, you know, horses love chasing a calf. You know, these horses were both nice rope horses. And, you know, they were really, in, they were enjoying and accepting that challenge of becoming a rope horse. And so I really, you know, I look back at that and it's just like with, with dad and Naomi and my brother-in-law, Randy, you know, it is really, really easy to think about them and get sad. 
you know, just, just like right now saying it, I mean, you can hear my voice change. You can, you can tell by taking a big breath that immediately that, that affects you and, and there's sadness. But at the same time, I think I immediately try to think of the good times, the memories, because here's the deal. We suffered that year, the fall of 21 and the spring of 22, and we lost dad. Man, in a six-month period, it was it was a gut punch, right? And and I'm not minimizing, you know, comparing that to the loss of anything else. I'm just I'm just using it for my story because anytime you lose something, it's a tremendous, tremendous hurt, tremendous pain, tremendous disappointment. But, you know, I looked at that period of time and I always look at that and I say, well, if I would have been given the opportunity to say, you know, you're going to get to have your sister for 60 years. You know, I'm she was four years. Naomi was four years older than me. So I was 56. She was 60. You know, if if you were going to get her for 56 years. But, you know, you were going to lose her at that time. Would you rather not go through that time or, or would you rather have that time and then, then not have each other anymore? And, and 100 times out of 100, I would go back and say, no, I want to have the experiences. I want to, I want to have that experience because you can tell the value of the experience and the joy of the experience by how hard it, how bad it hurts when you, when you don't have them anymore. And you know, everybody, man, we all go through that. You know, there's uh, going to be so many times when we suffer those losses and you can you can think about it and go, man, that was, that was so worth it because gosh, this hurts so bad. And it's, and it's a weird, I know that's a weird, maybe a weird way to look at it, but every time I've went through one of those situations and I know Tammy's going through that right now, Every time you go through one of those situations, you can tell how great the memories, how great the experience, how great those times were by how bad it hurts when we suffer that loss. And you know, you know, part of living is dying. And that's not something that, that's not something I don't want to, I don't want to become doom and gloom or anything like that. Because that's just part of life. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, we probably need to face a little more and be a little bit more realistic about it. I've got a really good friend of mine. He's 81 years old. He helped me a bunch. And so when I bought this place, basically it was a farmhouse and a shop. And we, everything we've done on this place, we did it one thing at a time, incurred a lot of debt, a lot of sleepless nights. You know, we've grown, we've just continued to work at it. And 
but early on I was I was just trying to get an arena up so I could I could go to work so I had an arena to because at that time all I rode was rope horses well my buddy's name is Finus he's 81 years old now and he worked for the rural electric cooperative and I bought my wire and my lights and all the materials I found out that I could buy it from them and they would they would kind of sell it at their cost or a little bit over if they got the electricity to whatever you were doing. So one day they, they actually brought it up and Finus was looking at what I was doing and he could see I had went and hauled the telephone poles myself. I'd got them up here. I didn't know how I was going to get them in. didn't have a tractor, but what I was planning on doing was digging each of the holes by hand and getting those lights in and then getting somebody to string the wire and and uh when he delivered the supplies he said uh he always called me philip he said philip i'm gonna be back up here in the morning and we'll help you and i kind of looked at him i'm like what he said i'll see i'll see you in the morning well finest shows back up the next morning with a bucket truck and a, a truck with a digger on it and a crew I mean like there's three or four of them from the rural electric cooperative and you're not supposed to do that <laughs> if you're in his position but he did help me put them poles up help string that wire and then I think I did have an electrician come and hook it to the box and I had lights and they're the same lights I use today. And I have used those lights a lot. Well, long story short, Finus last week was diagnosed with stage four inoperable cancer. And they've given him six months to live and him and I are real close. Real good friends, his, his daughter, contacted me you know she let me know that they'd went to the emergency room a couple weeks ago and of course I called Finus he said I so I just had this cough and I couldn't get rid of it but I feel good and then when he got home I called he said no I'm good I'm good he said uh shoot I feel good I, he said I feel like I could run one right now and uh Finus still roped and played golf well then he got the other news the end of end of last week and and his daughter told me he didn't want to be you know he needs a few days to be left alone and didn't want any visitors and just you know didn't want any advice so i give him a couple days and i talked to him yesterday and you know finest and i had the had the best we had the best conversation about life and about loss and about moving forward and about enjoying the moment and you know like i told him yesterday i said finest i mean you, you might bury me before i bury you and the the lesson the lesson with all of this that's happened to me is enjoy and appreciate every day every moment every don't take any of it for granted because lord knows i have 
I've taken everything for granted. I've taken every day for granted. I've taken every horse for granted. You know, and, and you know, maybe, you know, just like with Tammy's loss with her horse, which I'm telling you, you know, that just, I tell you, we can all, you know, we all have our stories that relate to that. And I, and I know Tammy is, you know, heartbroken over that. But at the same time, you know, the thing that we have to do is focus on the good times, focus on the good memories, focus on and be appreciative for what they taught us. Because I promise you, that horse taught Tammy a lot about herself. And I promise you, they had a lot of great days. A lot of great moments dealing with loss it's a son of a buck I mean it is tough and I and I don't care if it's your horse your your sister your dad your brother-in-law your cat your dog at the moment it seems huge and it is but at the same time we always got to focus on what the blessing was, what what it taught us, you know, and and focus on those great moments that we had. And that horse of Tammy's, I promise you, made her better just like she made it better. That horse gave her memories and gave her experiences that without it she would have never had and you know it's the same way with all of us when when you look back at that loss we got to be so grateful so grateful for the experience and the time and and just remind ourselves each day just like today just like today you know after you listen to this take a moment you know, and appreciate those little things. Appreciate something that maybe we take for granted that we'd hate to lose. Because loss is a part of living. Now, it's not something we like to talk about. And, and you know, I don't know if this will be our number one podcast or if after the first three minutes, everybody will turn it off. I, I don't know. But it was, I, I felt like, you know, Tammy was good enough to reach out and asked me to talk about it. So I felt I felt compelled to talk about it and obligated to talk about it because she's she's dealing with something we all deal with. So, you know, something to think about. I mean, life life is so good and we got a lot of life to live. I think the lesson in here is be grateful for everything we've got today. Live every live and enjoy and appreciate every minute of today. And, and just put our best foot forward and keep striving to just be our best today. So God bless. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Have a great week of training. And as always, be your best. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show. To learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, 
Head over to philhavenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhavenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.